Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. A couple hours for the drive home. What a time to be alive, though. I wanna find where the time goes. I wanna find where the time goes. Couple hours for the drive home. What a time to be alive, though. I wanna find where the time goes. I wanna find where the time goes. Curly hair, small child. What's up, what's up, grinders? Welcome back. It's the Weekend Grind Podcast brought to you by RotoGrinders.com. I'm Josh Sir Giant. The Weekend Grind crew is here in the building, as always, with my co-host, Travis, Mr. Chalk Mangone. Travis, how you doing, man? Good, good. Uh, happy to uh, happy to be back and doing some MLB, talking about the uh, main slate today. It's only a five-game slate, but should be uh, should be a fun one. Pretty excited about that. So uh, yeah, kind of kind of kind of happy to see how it plays out. We got cores in the slate too, Josh, and we got uh, we got early MLB action. We got NBA action. We got it all today. Masters going on. It's a good time. Yeah, really exciting. Love having all this action going on at once. Uh, you're a busy guy today. I believe at 11:30 you're going to be on Grinders Live talking the early slate, right? Yeah, we'll be doing that, and uh, yeah, doing the grind down. So busy, busy Saturday, but uh, a lot of different slates, and looked at them all, and again, they uh, they look all pretty good for the most part. So uh, kind of excited to dive in and uh, see how the day goes. All right, give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mango, and that's at Travis M A N G O N E. But yeah, happy to be back and, and cover some baseball for you guys. We got the main slate locking at seven oh seven p.m. Eastern time. I'm sorry, 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you get your lives in before then for the main slate. And we're going to bring back the old format for you guys that we did last year. A lot of you guys liked when we went position by position. So we're going to go ahead and do that. And we're going to start with the pitching position here, Travis. It's an interesting day for pitching. As you mentioned, cores on the slate, you know, a few games here with, with some pretty high run totals. So uh, where are you looking at pitching? Yeah, I mean, pitching, it's not the greatest on this slate, right? It's one of those slates where, uh, and I think this slate is a solid slate, but it's not the greatest for pitching uh, alone today. But there's some options we I think we can definitely consider here. Uh, again, there's cores on the slate, so that's kind of one thing you're going to have to factor in when, when looking at these games. Like, you know, cores is a really important uh, you know thing to get exposure to. It's got the run total for a reason at 11 and a half. It, so uh, we have to look at some cheap pitching options, but we also have to consider, right, pitching is important. Uh, you know, we just can't like punt it and you know hope our bats get the job done but if we look at pitching at the top we got Garrett Cole right he's like the number one guy if you told me who's the guy you want like Garrett Cole is probably the guy if we're talking salary it's not a thing but for 12,300 on DraftKings it's a little bit tougher I think in you know since I'm playing two pitchers I think I can make it work and then pair him up with a second cheap option and then on FanDuel if I, if I wanted to you know 9,100 I still think I can pull it off because FanDuel's pricing is absolutely horrific and I, I've complained to them I, I've complained about it enough but 
think I'm just so sick of their pricing. I think it's horrific. So uh, hoping that they're listening and maybe they'll fix it and actually step it up because uh, I thought they did a really good job with their NBA product, but their MLB is not looking so hot right now. But again, uh, I think Garrett Cole, I think you can find a way to just jam him in. He gets the Padres and people might say, oh, McCullers did bad against uh, the Padres, right? Like he kind of struggled. Uh, Cole could easily struggle. No, nah, I'm, I'm definitely in on Garrett Cole. You know, I'm going to try my best to get him in. Really going to try my best to get him in. If I can't, you know, say I need to, you know, say I'm stacking up cores a, a lot. Uh, I can see the argument for maybe getting off of him if you want to get those bats in. But I really think you should try your best to prioritize Cole if you can. Yeah, I agree. I think Cole is kind of the prime option here. He's the guy that you're going to have to put into your cash lineups, especially on FanDuel uh, where you have to, you know, just pitch, pick one pitcher. I think you just kind of pick Garrett Cole and then you build around that in cash. And tournaments, though, you know, there's a, f- a few other routes you can go. Um, but yeah, since we established Cole as the the you know top guy out of these pitching options today on the slate, uh, here's where a site like DraftKings, you know, you're gonna roster two pitchers or like fantasy draft, like you know, it's it's a, a different situation here. And yeah, I feel like you kind of have to reach a little bit now. At first glance, I was looking at Chad Cool when I first started my research, saw that those Reds had the lowest implied run total other than the Padres on the slate at 3.74. So of course that caught my attention. But looking deeper into Cole Cool's uh, numbers here. Um, Chad Cool, while his numbers against righties are, are pretty solid, 19.4%, you know, 0.4% strikeout rate, 47.8% ground ball rate. Um, when you go and look at his numbers against lefties, they, they do suffer a bit. Uh, his fly ball jumps up to 39.2%, 38.8% hard contact against lefties, and he's got to face four pure lefties, including Joey Votto. And uh, six of these nine hitters in this lineup can hit from the left side of the plate because they got a few switch hitters in there. Uh, so it, it really does uh, make sense for me because on my sheets here, on my projections, and on the Roto-Grinders projections as well, his number really isn't that high. Uh, it's about around 14 fantasy points. So I think you could ignore Chad Cool. You know, I think the matchup looks better than it actually is, and when you dig into it, you're going to see that. Uh, but that, you know, with that being said, I don't think there's uh, anything wrong with looking at a guy like J.C. Ramirez here uh, as your SP2 on DraftKings. He gets, uh, you know, a, a nice matchup at home against an Oakland team that really isn't um, as impressive offensively uh, as uh, you would think here when you look deep into the numbers. Their strikeout rate uh, as a team at 22.5%. Uh, you know, but look at J.C. Ramirez's numbers here: seventeen point three percent strikeout rate and sixteen point nine. So strikeout rates aren't crazy, but his ground ball rates, man, 54.9 percent to righties, fifty one point three percent against lefties. Hard contact gets pretty limited here, and I just think he's he's, he's an efficient ground ball pitcher. He'll come in, he'll get the job done. Uh, he's he's you know he's on the favorite team at home here. He's a home favorite pitcher. And his price is fairly reasonable. So if we're looking for an SP2 here today on the slate, don't uh, hate the idea of jumping down to J.C. or Ramirez for 6400 on DraftKings. What do you think? Uh, so I disagree with you highly. Like, uh, I'd rather, you know, go over to this, uh, you know, Pirates game, and I'd rather play Chad Cool. I don't mind him here in this spot. Uh, it's, it's a big park downgrade for the Reds, right? They play in one of the best, uh, you know, hitter parks in the league. And now they're playing in Pittsburgh, which is uh, more of a pitcher's park, right? You also have a guy like J.C. Ramirez who's going to be pitching in 67-degree weather with the wind blowing out 10 miles an hour compared to a guy like Chad Cool who's going in like 40-degree weather. So 
I'm on team Chad cool. I'd rather play him instead. I think it's a better spot for him. I like him as my SP two. I think he's a really interesting option. I just think there's upside there for him. And, uh, you know, I think there's strikeouts there too. So yeah, uh, give me Chad cool over, uh, JC Ramirez. I think that's, that's a guy that I'm looking at as my SP two. I don't know if I'll definitely fall that way. Right. It kind of depends. I don't think I'm playing cash games on this slate. So yeah, I mean, just Chad cool. I think is a guy that I'm definitely going to serve. Like I said, uh, I'm not really playing cash games a ton, but, uh, I, I, I really think that I like Chad cool. Cool. And like I said, if I am playing cash games, I looks like I'm going to need a cheap pitcher, right? I'm probably not going the Garrett Cole and the Marcus Stroman route together. Uh, I just don't think it's a great spot for Stroman anyway. He's not a guy I'm targeting, but not a guy I want to play. And if I'm looking at a cheap you know, SP2, I just really think that Chad Cool could be the guy. And even on FanDuel, let's just say I don't pay up for Garrett Cole, right? And I need a cheaper option. Chad Cool's only 6300 over there on FanDuel. I mean, between all these guys, I just think he has the best strikeout upside. I think he's the safest. Like, that's my guy for me uh i i like chad cool i'm a fan of him uh so yeah give me chad cool over any of the other cheap starting pitchers oh man i hope most people feel that way because if i get those reds lefties in there they might go severely under owned here uh how about we go on the flip side of that matchup with chad cool and look at salvatore romano because he, he's very very cheap on this slate um you're gonna get you know uh, sal romano for 5800 on DraftKings as an sp2 uh, strikeout rate, nothing to write home about here at 17.7 and 20.4%. But his ground ball rates are actually pretty solid here, Travis. 58.2%. That's an elite ground ball rate against righties. And 44.7% against lefties. Hard contact limited against righties to 28.6. A little bit higher at 37.4 against lefties. But he's not going to be facing like a ton of real scary lefties here in this lineup uh, on, on Pittsburgh. So... I don't know. Maybe Romano is a guy here. He gets a park upgrade from from, uh, his home park, too. Uh, Maybe Romano is a guy you could kind of sneak in there as an SP, too. Uh, I mean, like I said... I think it's just mainly going to be Chad Cool. Like, I think I'm just going to take my stand on him. I, I think that's the guy I would rather have. I get it if you want to go on the upside with someone like Romano, but I don't know. I, I just I'm going to probably just keep it really tight here. Like I don't like a lot of these cheap like SP twos, and Cool just sticks out as the best option for me. The guy with the best upside, uh, just the guy I feel the most comfortable with. So uh, yeah, I think that's the one that I'm going to really target. And all the other guys I'll kind of stay away from. Like you know, we have Mike Miner here, who's uh, supposed to be you know young guy coming over from. Well, not young guy, but, uh, you know, a guy that was coming over from Japan. So uh, he seems like young again, but uh, he's a guy that I'm probably not going to target here. You know, lefty in in Texas. Like, I just don't want to deal with that hot weather and whatnot. Like I said, you know me and weather, Josh. I love the weather. It's great for pitching. Uh, Under 40 degrees. I mean, that is great pitching weather, right? Like, I just – and again, Salvatore Romano, he's in that same game too. But uh, I just think Chad Cool is a much more talented pitcher than Salvatore Romano. So give me Cool over Romano. And um, again, I'm probably not playing a ton of lineups on this slate. It's probably just going to be uh, sticking, uh, you know, stacking cores and just mainly focusing on Cool and Garrett Cole and kind of calling it a day. But uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at on this slate. And I just think it's like the you know most optimal and the strongest plays. Now, one guy we didn't mention here is Marcus Stroman. And maybe it's the fact that uh, the run total is so high in that game, and, and it, is, it is played in Texas, which we usually avoid because, you know, park factors and whatnot. But, Travis, the weather hasn't caught up yet, you know, over there in Texas yet. It's going to be 43 degrees in this game in Texas. It's a cold oh, game. Yeah, I forgot it got really cold there. Roth tweeted something about that, that, like, they're actually going to get the really cold weather. So, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a fair point, right? It's not the same Texas that we've seen, so that makes sense. And there are strikeouts in that Texas lineup, right? There is upside for that. So I guess I don't hate going with Stroman. He kind of is priced not for the price that you would think, right? Like 7.9K, I mean, 
And that's really cheap over there on FanDuel. DraftKings, it's a little more expensive where it kind of gives me some concern. And can I really fit those cores bats in? Especially because, like I said, I like a Garrett Cole. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm slightly torn at what I kind of want to do here with Stroman. Thinking about it with that weather, it's obviously good. And there are strikeouts in that lineup. But, uh, again... I don't know. I just, I'm kind of just keeping it like as a tight core. I think it's just, uh, you know, it's cool and cold for me. And that's about it at this time. I know like Stroman's a guy that's like a really talented pitcher, a uh, leak ground ball rate, but he's not really a high strikeout kind of guy, which, you know, can concern me. He can definitely like mitigate the damage and really get through the lineup uh, pretty safe. But I don't know. Uh, you bring up a good point, obviously, with what the the weather is there and uh i stroman is a guy that i do like he's a very efficient pitcher but uh, for me right now i'm just kind of keeping it simple and just going with uh chad cool and garrett cole if i could make cole and and stroman work i would love to but uh kind of difficult to maybe on a site like Fanduel, if you only want to play stroman or maybe if you feel like fading garrett cole you go like a stroman and a cheap sb2 and that helps you get in the cores bat but again uh i'm probably prioritizing prioritizing the cores bats over everything on this sleep yeah, and I understand that, which for me might give some, uh, you know, gives me some interest here on DraftKings when, when I'm doing roster construction. If I fade Cole and I pivot to Strowman, I get 2,600 in savings, which could really upgrade some bats. And you look at Strowman's numbers here, 20.3% uh, strikeout rate to righties, 18.9 to lefties, but the ground balls, man, 59.5% to righties, 63.1% to lefties, hard contact is limited, fly balls... Uh, 21% and under to both sides of the plate. And Texas strikes out at a crazy clip as a team. 25.1% they strike out. So uh, this is this is a spot where, where Stroman in this cold weather could really kind of combat that uh, that negative park factor and, and maybe put up a good game. And you know what? I don't think – you listen, we've been around, you know, fantasy baseball enough now, Travis, to know that it's definitely not uh, out of the realm of possibility that Stroman outscores Garrett Cole today. Yeah, I mean, it's totally not. I, I can definitely get it. It depends on what the ownership is, right? I'm kind of curious what the ownership difference will be between them. But, uh, yeah, just I don't know. I just think I'm, I'm kind of keeping it simple and just going with those guys if I can. But I get I get the Stroman play completely. I mean, he, he's a really talented pitcher uh, for sure. Just, uh, you know, the, the strikeouts aren't normally there for him as much. Uh, so I don't know. I, but it's the Texas lineup. He could easily strike him out there. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like Cole and Stroman and Core, like the main like three guys I would really look at. Like I'm not playing an Andrew Triggs, Mike Miner, Jason Ramirez, even a Romano. Not playing the two pitchers in cores like uh, you know Annabelle Sanchez. I remember he had like this slight resurgence last year, uh, and I'll just like kind of take the wait and see approach to see if he does that again. But I don't think he will. And even a Brian Mitchell, right? He was one of those chalkier options on that one slate earlier in the year. But uh, I'm not going to take a shot at him against the Houston Stackstros. Uh, that was just like kind of very slate dependent and uh, I don't like him in this spot so uh, I'm just keeping it simple with those three pitchers all right uh, any more pitchers you want to mention here or do you want to go on to the bats here no I think that's about it we can hand over to the bats all right so we're going to start with the catcher position uh, going position by position here again for you guys uh, you know on, on FanDuel you no longer have to roster a catcher which is actually pretty cool and we've been talking about that for a while now but on DraftKings we still have to roster a catcher so uh Travis, where are you looking at the catcher spot here? 
Yeah, so catcher is definitely sort of uh, kind of ugly, but, uh, you know, I just think I'm just keeping it simple, right? Kurt Suzuki, I think, is going to be the guy, target. I'm expecting him to be batting fifth. I think he's a really good play. He's going to be the guy that I key on, key in on against Chad Bettis, getting that course exposure, right? Nice way to get course exposure through the catcher position. So uh, that's the guy I'm really looking at, and the main guy I think I'm going to target here. Yeah, I agree. I think Suzuki is the best play. All right, so let's move on to that first base position. Uh, Travis, interesting here at, at, uh, at first base when we look, uh, when we're looking at first base, you know, you said you want to get those cores bats in, uh, when you go ahead and look at those first base options on, on first of all, on draft games, the only cores option you're having from that cores game is going to be Ian Desmond. Um, and then, you know, you go over to, to, to FanDuel and it's pretty much Desmond or Ionetta in that catcher and first base spot. So, uh, it doesn't look like we can go to the first base spot here for this this cores game um but i'm gonna tell you right now my my top first baseman on the slate is gonna be joey Votto against chad cool i I mentioned earlier how much chad cool struggles against lefties his fly ball rates against lefties his hard contacts against lefties here uh i think that joey Votto has a smash of a game and and i think he's worth every penny paying up for Uh, where are you going to go on first base here Oh, I mean, I'm going to course, Josh. We got free free money Freddie, man. Freddie Freeman, like uh, one of the best hitters in the MLB. Like, uh, you know, BVP, B-Damn, I don't care about that. One for 17, Freddie Freeman against uh, Chad Bettis. I'm okay with that. Uh, I hope everyone looks at the BVP and gets scared of Freddie Freeman, and I'll take my Freddie Freeman to the bank, man. I mean, he's just such a good hitter. He's gotten so much better at hitting. I don't know when that BVP was, but uh, I, I just don't care. Like, it's, it's Freddie Freeman. He's a really talented hitter uh and i don't know uh, maybe maybe i'm just uh biased towards him because i think he's just so good and such a great hitter but uh i just think it's too good of a spot to really get away from him so i, I get the joey Votto play right if you want to if you're building a team of one-offs i don't hate going at joey Votto. i get to cool because i am scared of some of those lefties on the reds and the one to be scared of is joey Votto, right so i like that call on Votto. the price tag is really cheap too uh like on fanboy is only 3700 which feels pretty cheap for joey Votto. uh he's a really talented hitter not the greatest part but again feels like a good price tag on him but man give me freddie freeman like that's just the guy that i want on this slate and again uh you know all the bvp truthers don't you dare play joey Votto today because you're not allowed to if you are like the biggest team bvp guy you cannot play freddie freeman that should not be allowed josh yeah i'm, I'm all good going Votto over freeman i'm not afraid of doing that at all um i just i think there's better places to go um at cores and if i could save Save some money here and, and go with Votto instead of Freeman. Uh, I am definitely perfectly okay with that. Dude, Joey Votto's 3700 on FanDuel. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's, it's cheap on him. I get it. Uh, I, I don't hate him. Like I said, I think he's a solid one-off. Uh, I don't hate doing it if you're not playing cool, right? I think he makes a solid one-off play. But uh, and you're just like you're buying law on that price. But, dude, I don't know, man. I just, uh, you know, you're getting like a top five hitter in cores. It's just, uh, you know, with a, with a great platoon split, it's, it's tough for me to, tough for me to pass up on that, you know? All right. Anyone else here at first you want to mention? No, I mean, I think that's it. Like, I'm trying to think of like, who's like a cheap option, right? Like if we wanted to go cheap, uh, who would we offer up? Which I think we should kind of consider more, right? If you did go cheap at, at first base, who would you kind of go? What makes sense? Like, I would get like going maybe to like a Marwin Gonzalez, uh, you know, 
we can't ignore this Astros run total, right? Like the, the Astros are a team that we want to kind of look at a little bit. So uh, I don't hate that. And like Joey Gallo, like what is he good at? He's, you know, he's good at hitting ground ball uh, pitchers, right? This is a good spot for him. I could see him uh, going yard against Stroman, but again, like Stroman's not a guy I'm trying to target. He's more of like, if I had a chance of taking a one-off here, I wouldn't hate going that route. Also, you get a guy like Matt Olson against JC Ramirez. We know what Matt Olson did last year. He absolutely crushed. All he did was hit home runs. And uh, I, I think, there's some interesting options at first base that you can definitely be considering. So I don't want to like overload completely. If Kendris Morales gets a really good lineup spot for his price tag at 2,900 on DraftKings and then FanDuel, his price is, I believe it's really cheap over there too. Yeah, he's 2,400. So say he gets like a good lineup spot. Say he's batting cleanup. Uh, that could be really nice. And on a site like FanDuel where you have a utility spot, I could get, you know, a Morales and a Freeman then, right? Like, you know, even on FanDuel, Josh, you could do a Votto and a Freeman. But uh, yeah, I just don't want to overlook some of these other plays. There's some other guys to consider, too. So, uh, yeah, the honorable mentions for guys like uh, Gallo, uh, Matt Olson, and Morales. I think there are other guys that you can uh, consider that could easily hit a home run on the slate, too. You know how I'm going to save money at first base on FanDuel today? How's that? I'm going to play Joey Votto. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not saving money, but it's a nice discount, I would say. I'd say it's one of those, uh, you know, people don't like to call them value plays at times, but he's got a nice value over there at that price. For sure. All right, let's move on to the second base position now. Uh, back to your course options, Travis. We got uh, the human steez, sneeze, DJ LeMahieu, and Ozzy Albies over there, and uh, this kid Ryan Flaherty. Um, not thrilled about any of those options, Travis, if we're going to be completely frank here. Uh, I'm going to keep riding out this this play, the Cincinnati Reds lefties against Chad Cool today train, and stay like Scooter Jeanette. The 3.4K just feels way too cheap uh, for a guy hitting in the heart of the order with, with a, you know, a, a lot of home run ability. 3,400 3, on DraftKings is just, it's just, it's way too, these Reds are underpriced in this spot. For some reason, Chad Cool is getting way overvalued. And Scooter Jeanette, 2,800 on FanDuel as well. So you're getting savings everywhere across the board with him. I'd much rather underpay. I'd, I'd much rather underpay for a guy like Scooter than overpay for guys like DJ LeMahieu and Ozzie Albies. So, like, man, I love Ozzie Albies. I'm a big fan of him, so I don't mind overpaying for him. I won't overpay for DJ LeMahieu, but I don't mind going up to Ozzie Albies. I, he's a really talented player, so I'm a fan of him. I like him a lot. I also like Scooter Jeanette. I think he's a perfectly fine play. If you want to play him here, I, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't talk you off it. Very cheap price tag, 3400 no arguments here on a guy like Scooter Jeanette. I will say, Jed Lowry, right? Like, are, are we going to, like, fade him against J.C. Ramirez at 3,100 on DraftKings? And then I'm sure he's still cheap on FanDuel. He's only 2,700. Like, I heard Cheese is good say on the uh, on uh, Grinders Live yesterday. And, like, like, do you not like doubles? Because that's all Jed Lowry does, man. He just keeps doubling and doubling. I mean, he bats third for this team. I like Jed Lowry a lot. Like, again, I think Scooter Jeanette's a nice value, but part of me feels like, you know, I, I'd rather just go down to Jed Lowry instead. I uh, think that price tag is just uh, too good for me to pass up on. So, uh, yeah, again, I think Scooter and Jed Lowry are two really nice pay-down options, and if you force me to pay up, I do like the idea of going to uh, Inazi Albies. And then uh, I just want to mention Adam Frazier, too, if he does get that first spot in the lineup. That could be uh, interesting, but I don't, I don't know if he would get that spot. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll kind of have to wait and see with lineups but uh yeah i think you can pay up or you can pay down i get you're saying paying up for ozzy albies is uh you know he seems expensive josh but man this guy's really talented like and if people aren't gonna like you know keep rostering at this price you know that gives me a nice little uh, ownership uh discount uh i'm okay with that 
Yeah, I'll take Jeanette over Ozzy Albies every time. But again, um, I, I understand why you'd want to do so. Keep consistent with your course bats. And he does have some pop in his bat. The kid already hit two home runs this season. So, um, But yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to third base. You, you cool with that? Yep, down with that. We can have him to third. I think second is uh, pretty simple, easy plug him. Easy plays at each tier that you know where to go. So third for me is actually pretty simple as well. And again, I'm not going to course here for third base. Josh Donaldson, the lefty slayer, going against Mike Miner here. Um, again, we don't love these hitting conditions with the weather in Texas, but it is still Texas. The ballpark still favors hitters over pitchers. And it's Josh Donaldson, man, going against lefties. You know, he, the guy has some of the best splits in the league against lefties and lots of pop in his bat. And priced under 5K on DraftKings. What's his price on FanDuel over here? I bet you he's cheap on FanDuel, too, because everyone else out of cores is underpriced today. 4500 I mean, it's still a fair price, but yeah, Josh Donaldson, for me, is my top third base play. How about you, Travis? Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of Josh Donaldson against the lefty. He's always a good play, always someone to consider. So uh, I think it's a position where you are paying up, and I think Donaldson is going to be a guy that a lot of people consider. Let's say you don't go Donaldson, right? I don't hate going Nolan Arenado. Again, sticking with the cores trend, it's just like he goes up against Animal Sanchez, who, you know, is giving up a hard hit rate of like let me i have it right here uh 41.4 percent against righties last year i mean dude like nolan arenado against Sandoval sanchez like how do i pass up on that it just seems like too good of a spot for him but it's also a great spot for a guy like uh you know donaldson so like those are two guys if i'm spending up i want to go that route the problem is is like i don't know if i'm going to spend up here like i kind of feel like i'm forced to though so obviously i have to make sure i find value in other spots and whatnot but if we are looking for a value uh, third baseman, who can we go with? Like, is Adrian Beltre? I know it's Marcus Stroman and it's righty righty, but Adrian Beltre is really cheap on draftings. He's only 3100 Uh Kind of a tough guy to, like, pass on there at that price, even though the matchup isn't the greatest. Like, I'm trying to find the cheap third baseman, Josh. Do you have one in mind that we can kind of go to instead? Because, again, I think paying up for Donaldson or an Arenado is a fine plan. I think Donaldson will end up being pretty chalky and someone that you, you people are all over. Same with Arenado. It just seems like a perfect spot to spend up on a guy. I like Bregman's price, too, if you want Astros exposure at 4300 But I'm kind of looking for that cheap guy that people will go to, and I just don't think we're going to find on this slate. There's not going to be a chalky cheap guy. Their base you have to pay up for. It's going to be Arenado and it's going to be Donaldson. Those are the two guys. One guy I think that we could that we could look at though if we want to really think outside the box is kid uh, Colin Morin on, on the Pirates. Uh, he actually hit a grand slam. Um, he hit a grand slam uh, on uh, last week or so. Um, and, you know, he kid has some pop in his bat, man. He can he, he hit the long ball. If you're looking for, like, a long shot, cheap home run, uh, I, I think that this Colin Moran kid is a good option that you could look at. Uh, he's only 2400 on DraftKings, so complete, complete cheapness there, and it'll help you get those course bats in, which is what you're looking to do, right? So if you're looking for a, a place to save here, uh, $2,400 on FanDuel for Colin Moran. And on DraftKings, I believe he's also twenty four hundred, right? Uh, DraftKings is three uh, thousand. Three thousand. So he's cheap. He's a cheap third baseman. If the, I think that he's like the the really uh, off the board tournament pick here. If you're looking for a cheap, yeah. Third I'm just, I'm just kind of brainstorming, right? But, like, I, I do think it's a spot where you're going to be forced to pay up for today. Like, I feel like you're going to have to look to Bregman, Donaldson, and Arenado. Those are going to be, like, three guys you're really going to have to uh, focus in on. And, uh, yeah, I just, again, I'm trying to, like, see, is there a guy that could pop up out of nowhere that becomes a guy that we consider? But I really think it's going to be a spot where you're kind of forced to pay up for today. Yeah, so if you're not – I'm saying if you're not going to pay for those – 
Yeah, Colin Moran's probably like the best tournament option for cheap. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So roster construction says pay up for third base. That's, that is what it is. Uh, let's move on to the shortstop position here. Uh, Travis, you're going to stay consistent with your course bats here and uh, lock yourself in some uh, Trevor Story, or are you going to go Densby Swanson? Uh, so I don't hate Trevor Story. I think the price is fine. Uh, and, you know, if you want to get creative, say you are building a brace sack, I don't hate the Dansby Swanson call. But uh, I don't know. It seems like in cash games, like if you are playing that, like obviously I'm probably going to like whatever I stack up, I feel like I'll naturally just throw in the shortstop that fits there and hopefully it's the one that fits right. But I really like Marcus Semien's price. I mean, 3300 for him. Or if we get a Chad Pinder batting second too, like we get – throw him at shortstop at 3400 I like those two guys as interesting, cheap value plays that you can consider. So obviously I don't want to like, you know, completely overlook them. I think those are two guys that I'm really keying in on and really considering, but uh, I like story. He's another guy that I think I'm definitely going to uh, get some exposure to and Swanson. It's like those cores bats and then the Oakland uh, shortstops. And that's kind of going to be it. And the way I kind of approach this slate, I-, I don't hate going to a Solarte. Like that price tag is nice. Uh, you know, he's a switch hitter. He's 3,500. So if you're, if you're playing, the Blue Jays, I would obviously probably want to get him in there, but I'm kind of, yeah, I'm keeping it simple. Maybe looking at Story and uh, Solarte, and then uh, those Oakland cheap shortstops. Like, I think they're going to be like the, the really good cash game plays right there. Like, Semyon's just going to be a guy, I think, batting first uh, at Oakland, so he's going to get the five at-bats pretty much guaranteed. Like, just seems like the best cash game shortstop here. Yeah, I was thinking Solarte, too, in tournaments. I like him a lot better on DraftKings than I do on FanDuel. And FanDuel is a bit more expensive for the format over there at 3 k But 3500 on DraftKings is just too cheap. Uh, I like Trevor Story a lot. I, I, I'll go with your course bat here. Uh, I think Trevor Story is the guy that I would want to have in my lineup. I just hate that they're, they're bumping him down so far down the lineup against righties. That's good, Josh. Good for his ownership, right? We get him. You're 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 playing him just for a home run, right? Like you're playing him for the power. He's not a guy that you like feel great about rostering in cash games. You mainly only do it when it's like against the lefty and like an elite matchup. So uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I would love him batting ninth if I was playing tournaments because uh, people just won't play him in that spot. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't hate it uh, in tournaments. Just him having that low lineup spot because people just look away from that all the time. Yeah, I forgot. I think it was uh, might have been Benjamin Cardi, but someone did something where they did a re- they did a research where um, they looked at how many uh, how popular players were in the, in the baseball lineup from like sixth to ninth place on, on DraftKings and big tournaments, uh, sixth to ninth in the batting order, and like the ma- the ownership like majorly dipped in in those spots. So um, or something in the Road Academy as well. I think Bales did something in there that that talked about that. It, you know, people really just don't like to play guys at the bottom of the order, and I understand I'm guilty of that sometimes too. But uh, they could they could score just as many points as the guys at the top of the order, right, right Travis? Oh yeah, for sure. It just uh, you know, obviously they can miss a lot. They can, they they have less uh, RBI opportunities most likely, and uh, but it's it's whatever. Like you say, if you're playing a tournament, you're playing a guy like Trevor Story, you're playing him for the home run. If we're being honest. Yeah, and the points still count even if he's batting eighth or ninth. It doesn't matter. Um, all right, so let's move to the outfield here. Mentioned that I love those Reds lefties. You got you got uh, Jesse Winker, a blast from last season. Everyone was always talking about. I had some Jesse Winker uh, chalk days. He's cheap. Scott Shebler, he's cheap. Like both those guys a lot. I think they're both squarely in play here. Josh Reddick had his price tag jump up. He's been a guy that I've been targeting while they've had him under 4K. Now his price is finally creeping up a little bit. And I just don't think he has the crazy upside here to where I would want to roster him. 
honestly just going to stay away from these Houston outfielders. Where my real interest lies is going to be in these Colorado Rocky lefties. Uh, love Blackman today. Love me some Cargo today. Love some Parrot today. Uh, really going to go that route and uh, just kind of run with that. And if I'm going to pick any of the lefties from the, the Brave side, um, I think I think Preston Tucker is a guy that I have a lot of interest in. I, this kid has so much pop in his bat, man. Uh, I, I watched Preston Tucker take batting practice uh, last season before one of the games I was at, and that kid has such a natural swing, man. That kid could really, really smash. So um, I think that... I think this is a great spot for him to, to get a hold of one and really put one out, especially at Coors in a good matchup against Chad Bettis. So uh, I think this is where I'm going to get my Coors, get my Coors exposure is going to be in the outfield. Yeah, I think that's fine, right? I'm just I'm one of those things is like I feel like I, you know, I feel like we've, we've talked about some value plays, but I don't know. I feel like we're going to have to like save a little bit in the outfield now. And I, I do like some of these Coors bats that are expensive, but like if I pick like, a, you know, a Braves Coors bat, like, Tucker's a nice price tag, so I don't hate that. And then, like, Ender and Ciarte is a guy I don't mind. Probably wouldn't go Nick Markakis. I'm not the biggest Nick Markakis fan. And then on the opposite side, right, I get the Cargos and Blackmans. You can sprinkle them here and there, but uh, I love Charlie Blackman. He's just expensive, though, right? I might be able to afford him. I don't know. It depends on construction. So those are kind of the cores bats. Obviously, they're all in play and all guys to consider, but there's a lot of good value in the outfield. Like, Steve Pierce, if he's batting first against uh, Minor, he's probably going to get, you know, the five uh, at bats. They do like to pull him, though. That's the one thing you can be a little concerned about but uh you know just getting a lefty it's, it's a great spot for a guy like steve pierce so i think he's someone interesting and someone that we can definitely be considering we got other guys like talked about jesse winker i don't hate that i think it's it's fine if you need a cheap one and you're not playing cool i wouldn't hate it but uh, again not not one of my favorites and there's just there's some nice cheap options that you know we can definitely target here i mean uh like look at chad pinder again another guy that i like depending on his last spot or matt joyce like the a's they always kind of they'll find you a value outfielder somewhere. And I like targeting JC Ramirez here. So I think that's a perfectly fine route to go with him. Uh, wouldn't hate that. So yeah, I, I think there's going to be a little bit of value here in the outfield that we can target and we can look to. So I don't want to overlook that completely. Again, like C Pierce is a guy I love. I think he's going to get that first line of spot. I'd want exposure to same with an Adam Frazier too. Uh, I think uh, getting him, if he's batting first, it's a great spot for him against Romano. Uh, so I think there's a nice nice value here that we can target. Wouldn't want to just overlook it completely. And it's probably a spot where I'm going to look to see. By the way, you know, we're talking about pricing and stuff. These uh, Colorado bats, other than Blackman, are very underpriced in the outfield. Cargo and uh, Para both under... 3,400 here. 33 and 3,200. Uh, what, what site? Because I, I was trying to look at all of them and Fan, whatnot. FanDuel. What? FanDuel. Cargo's only 3,300 and Para's only 3,200. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest like cargo and para fan. And I mean, if I'm obviously trying to get cores exposure, I think it's fine. Uh, I don't know. They're, they can just be frustrating in cash games like those uh, those bets. So if you're playing cash, it, again, I obviously want to get cores exposure and whatnot. But I don't know, like cargo man. If you remember last year, I mean, he was absolutely terrible last season. I mean, he was awful. So uh, I'm kind of like tempering my expectations with cargo a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I'm definitely slightly worried about uh about him this season uh, just are we gonna see him bounce back i don't know uh he was just really bad last year but uh i, I wish they were just like a little cheaper right? i wish i had like para at like you know 2900 and cargo at like maybe like 2900 as well but i, I get it. It, it, it they're they're cheap for cores right and if i can get them in i don't hate it but i could see myself just paying down for a lot of these guys batting first like just that are like in the really cheap two thousand dollar range yeah yeah um 
It's just interesting. Another thing I just realized, too, by the way, is that Ozzy Alsby's is a second baseman on Fandle, not a shortstop. So that kind of puts you in a weird spot, too. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I love Albie, Ozzy Albies. I love this Brave stack today. I think, like, if you tell me, like, which side am I going to pick, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Brave stack uh, over the uh, Rockies. And you know what? That's even great, too, because the Rockies actually have the uh, higher in, uh, higher implied total, so everyone wants to head over on that way. And, uh, you know, the Braves, man, the Braves are just so good. So, uh, yeah, I, I love targeting them. I think they're a fun team to target when they're in good situations. All right. Any other outfielders here you want to mention? Should we move on to the stack of the uh, yeah, I mean, like, we really didn't talk about, like, the Houston outfielders. Do you want to pay up for them? Like, the Reddick's starting to get a little bit of a higher price, and George Springer's pretty pricey. We didn't talk about one of the best players in baseball, probably the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. Against a guy like Andrew Triggs, do you have any interest in them? I mean, I, I do think there's other outfielders that we still haven't talked about that we could. Uh, what about that? There, you know, there's that Pittsburgh outfield between Marte, Polanco. They're pretty talented hitters. And then you got the, the Texas outfield against Stroman. Probably don't want to target them here, but they've had good prices, and they've been guys that we have been rostering at least i have been over the last like week or so so do you have any interest in those guys no no i mentioned them earlier uh not at all uh i think that they're priced up and i think that just there's better spots to go i'd much rather take the reds outfielders the reds lefty like uh jesse winker is only 2300 in fandal much rather take that over uh over any of these houston outfielders for sure yeah, it's fine. I figured I'd mention it. Uh, one thing I will mention is I will I will have an angel stack. I'm pretty much stacking them in like a low dollar tournament for like the first two months because that offense is so elite. And we saw it yesterday. I mean, they were down six to one or something like ridiculous. I think it was even seven one or eight to one at one point. Then they came back and won the game. So uh, that's an elite offense. I'm just pretty much stacking every single day. And hey, that uh, that ended up winning me some money yesterday. So every day I just throw it in a low dollar GBP, and no one's gonna play them today. So uh, I'll have them on their own. I'm sure because again, I'll be targeting a ton of cores but i'll have them on my like one i'll put them on like one low dollar gbp i do it pretty much every day and i love the angels just in general this year all right let's move on to the stack of the day now um this is an interesting slate we uh we take off the cores game anytime we go over our stacks of the day here just so you guys know um so yeah we're not going to be talking about anyone from the cores game when we talk about our stack I think it's very clear where my stack is here, Travis. You know, I want to take these uh, these Reds against Chad Cool. I think it's a nice contrarian way to go. I feel like there's a lot of upside in these in these Reds lefties. Love that their implied run total is under four, and that I feel like they're just not going to get targeted the way that they deserve to be on the slate. So uh, yeah, Reds lefties for me. Stack up those Reds, get them in there. Enjoy the low ownership and enjoy your uh, you know enjoy your boost of points as you get here over the field as uh, as the lineup heats up here. I think a nice a nice lineup of, of some reds here, especially the reds lefties, as I mentioned, mixed in with some cores bats. I think you come up with something nice and you could get the pitcher that you want to get in there with it. So um, how about you, Travis? Who's your stack of the day? All right. Well, uh, I mean, Eric Crane, uh, shout out to him. He'll be proud right now. Uh, give me the Oakland A's stack. Uh, this is a nice hot weather game. Uh, I'll probably end up doing a stack of the A's and the Angels just in general. We saw the runs yesterday, 67 uh, degrees, wind blowing out 10 miles an hour, 72% humidity. The humidity is a great thing for the baseball, so... Give me this A's and Angels. I'm just going to like load up on this game. I'll load up on the Coors game, and I'll load up on this game. I'll get all the late-night hammers, Josh. I can sit back and relax. Maybe I'll take a, a nap right after lineup lock, and then I'll be uh, you know wake up and watch this uh, awesome game and uh, enjoy. I just think this 
A stack is a really interesting one. And you can kind of get it for cheap, right? And one of the problems with the Angels uh, is they're kind of expensive. So I don't know if they fit like the fit fit it for me today. But man, I can get these guys for cheap. The Semians, the Joyces, the Jed Lowry's, uh, Chris Davis with the K, who uh, loves to disappoint me, but I roster him definitely a ton. And like Matt Olson, man, he's just crushes righties. And JC Ramirez, if you look here against lefties, I mean, pull up the plate IQ if you haven't checked it out, guys. Probably the best like free tool in the industry. If I could give you one tool that I could only use and that's it in the entire industry, I'd probably want Cheese's Goods premium article, but this one's free and it's the plate IQ. So uh, I'll take that. And uh, yeah, just the hard hit percentage. I mean, against lefties is 45% last season on JC Ramirez. Also, the Angels bullpen isn't the greatest bullpen, right? Uh, so I'm definitely happy with targeting some A's here. I think we can see a lot of pop out of these guys. So give me the A's. And on top of that, we like these lefties. And you know what they do with that right field fence in, in uh, Anaheim, Josh? Or not Anaheim, it's in Los Angeles now. But uh, they, they moved it down uh, 10 feet. So that's obviously good for uh, the hitters there, those lefties who are hitting out the right field and hitting those bombs. So, yeah, give me this A stack. I like them a ton. And uh, I'll definitely stack up this game and that course game. That's going to be where I, a lot of my bats are going to be tonight. You guys heard it. Go ahead. Give us both follows on Twitter. If you haven't already, follow me at Real Joshua Giant. At Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. Always love interacting with you guys on Twitter, so shoot over any questions or comments. Make sure you catch Travis at the uh, Grinders Live section of Roto Grinders. Check him out on the live show at 11 30 a.m. Check out his grind down. And we will be back with you guys tomorrow. Uh, so until then, for my co host Travis Mangone, I'm Joshua Giant. Peace out, Grinders. Enjoy the day. I wanna find where the time goes Couple hours for the drive home What a time to be alive though I wanna find where the time goes I wanna find where the time goes Curly hair, small child with the brown eyes Stay busy, there was never any downtime All passion in the blood of my veins It's still there, yet nothing's the same I remember I would be so sensitive But my failure never turned me to a pessimist Messages written in my notebook Entering every single feeling that I thought was relevant Happiness, jealousy, all my insecurities Burning me, deep into my skin like it's third degree Back then, fake was harder to tell But once I did, it would harden my shell The price paid was a part of myself Wealth, yeah, it came, then departed itself Well, this game of life is so short Old faded lights with no torch I'm swerving Still A couple hours for the drive home What a time to be alive though I wanna find where the time goes I wanna find where the time goes Couple hours for the drive home What a time to be alive though I wanna find where the time goes I wanna find where the time Go to sleep 20 and you wake up 40 An observation that my dad once told me Years all blurred and they fly like a week Time moves faster if you try to compete TGIF finally sleep But dreams stay dreams when confined to the sheet Pillow talk glory days That's how the story stays Unless you sacrifice silence to eat Robert Frost with the path less chosen Love life like I found that potion Not my style to be snapping it out Enjoy each moment as it's happening now Notice that the positive is stronger than the negative Never live settling, take ties and sever them Be your best till it's better than it's ever been Success
success is only how you measure it A couple hours for the drive home What a time to be alive though I wanna find where the time goes I wanna find where the time goes A couple hours for the drive home What a time to be alive though I wanna find where the time goes I wanna find where the time goes Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.